98.5 The Bull. Today's hot country tag, Daniel Amber Glaze. Daniel uh, was super bored last night, Amber, because he came out to see uh, my son play five-year-old baseball. Thanks for coming, Amber. <laughs> Notice you weren't there. You know what? Listen, <clears throat> I'm actually thankful I wasn't there having heard the stories because I would have had a toddler with me and hearing how crowded this place was and that I wouldn't have been able to even get to you guys anyways. I've never seen a baseball, like a Little League baseball park so crowded in my life. La Fortune is like, I don't know what's going on down there, but well, I mean, it's like pre- they last have- year I'd coach and like there would be nobody at these games, not even the parents sometimes. I didn't know what was happening. So a baseball is a diamond and all the home plates, it seemed like kind of all pointed toward one, one central point in the middle. Yes. So you had a central point and then how many fields, at least three or four pointing out from that one direction? Yes. So anybody... It's the same crowd watching like three different, four different ball games. So you're all there. And it was like crazy. And I was coaching this, these five-year-olds. And this is an hour and a half ball game. That's a long time. Like 40 minutes. I see they're all struggling. Yeah. Even one kid's like, it's way past my bedtime. I was going to say, I thought five-year-olds went to bed at like 7.30. Oh, everybody. I mean, we got out of there at like 8.15. And then once you get home and settled, I mean, you're well past nine o'clock. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was crazy. It was so crazy that they have an umpire there. And he looks at me and goes, how many outs are there? And I'm like, I thought that's your gig. But oh, nobody, no. we could not figure out what was happening. The umpire <laughs> was confused. I didn't know what to do. Kids are throwing rocks at each other. You know, they're having more fun doing that. It was just, and I felt so bad because I'm, I'm the one in charge of the team. And I just, I'm trying to wrangle 11 five-year-olds. And a couple other dads have been helping, you know? Yeah. But it's still like. The buck stops with me. And I, you know, I left that and I was so exhausted, like emotionally exhausted. Yeah. I thought I was going to go crazy. I warned you about this, that when you have a kid in sports, it takes away all your free time. Now imagine, and I, there's probably people out there listening right now that have multiple kids in oh. multiple sports. Oh my. You know what? I would almost like to hear who has the most hectic schedule because I bet there are people there with like a son in baseball. Two daughters and soccer. Yeah. Can you imagine what that schedule is like? I couldn't know. I and, and then parents would have to split up in some situations. Oh, probably sure. you'd have to. Probably even get grandparents involved. Like Nana's gotta go to soccer practice and dad's gotta go to track and field and then baseball, then softball. It's like oh bye, my gosh. bye bye Saturday too. Yeah. Every you know, single one bye-bye. of them. Bye bye. no, bye bye. Every <laughs> second of free time. What are you talking about? Bye bye Saturday. I know, it's so hectic. I you and have one and I, I one know, sport. I only have one, and I'm about to, like, pass out from exhaustion. And I couldn't imagine what you parents that have a bunch are doing. I don't even know. You, you, must, you must have to, like, block it out or something. Otherwise, you'd go insane. There must be some type of device, mental device you use to, to, to just pretend like this isn't happening to you. I don't know. Another thing, Ty, uh, some parents... Don't want any free time at all, so they sign up for travel ball. That's where you do all this, oh. but then you have to travel 100 miles to go do it. <laughs> it's, it's a rough gig. You're right, well, I really think... 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the... 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. Tag Daniel, Amber Glaze. I had an incident over the weekend. Um, I discovered people in my house that don't live there, and... Uh, That'll make you jump. Yeah, that's a wild weekend. Yeah. Especially because uh, Tyke just moved into that neighborhood, what, three days before? Yep. I was brand new, and uh, I thought it was my dog snoring in the dark, and I said, that's a weird sound and snore for a dog, and I turn on my iPhone light and go over there, and two people asleep under my dining room table that I don't know who they are. 
And uh, I suspect they had taken some, you know. Drugs? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> They're a little, they little, seemed a little whacked out. Yeah. So to me, I would think, well, nothing else is going to happen. What are the chances that another situation or any type of situation could come along That's at least true. in a year? It's I like would you, think I should get a pass. Oh, you got yeah. it out of the way. Right. Yeah. I get like a 10-year pass on weird things happening at the house. Yeah. Uh, last night, I get home from a baseball game with my little boy and uh, my wife. And on the porch, there's a note. And the note on the outside of it, it's folded up. So the, the text is on the inside of this folded paper. But there's a little title, and it says, Need Help. Uh-oh. And I go, what in, what in the world is going on over here? Because that, that'll make you jump, too. Yes. A note that says, Need Help? Yeah. I'm like, what is this? And I open it, and it's some neighbor that uh, starts it off like, Oh, my God, welcome to the neighborhood. You're going to love it here. But here's the deal. Your floodlight is shining right into my house. And we even tried to close the blinds. And we can't sleep over here. And she just kind of went on about how difficult it's been with the floodlight on the past couple nights. And the reason the floodlights are on, I don't have to explain to you. You had an uh, intruder. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to light this place up like an airport. And so all the floodlights are set on, like, that thing where at night it comes on automatically, yeah. right? And I didn't install these floodlights. They've been at this house, and people lived in this house right before I did. It wasn't vacant for a year, so these people shouldn't be shocked. There's electricity. And uh, I didn't like it because then at the end she's like, I appreciate your attention to this matter. But and see, then only signed her first name, which I don't know why that irritated me. It's like if you're going to write me a, a little passive-aggressive letter, let's, let's not be anonymous about it. Who are you? And she just says, I live in this, I won't say the color, but, and I don't even notice where that house is out there. You see, you're reading it in a tone that you don't know if she intended it. She might just been, uh, you know, I really appreciate your help with this matter. You're reading it in your head, I appreciate this help, or your help with this matter. You don't know how she intended it. That's what I'm worried about is maybe you're getting confused. Like, you make a good point because we were talking about this earlier. I don't know how else she could alert me to that, like. Would knocking on my door and telling me that would have probably been more awkward. Actually, but, um, no, that's probably how you would have preferred it. And maybe she did come over there to knock on the door. You weren't home, so she leaves the note. I think probably why you feel like it's aggressive is just because I think for most people it would take getting to a certain point before you like actually muster the energy out of frustration to pen a long letter and walk over and stick it on someone's door. It, like it was a it was a lengthy note. Like more than a post-it. Was it a note or a letter? It was a. It was like a half sheet of paper, like out of a tiny notebook, like a journal but or something. Amber, that lady could have just called the police. That would have been, in my opinion, the wrong way to handle it. And the police would go, uh, "We're not coming over there for that. He's not doing anything illegal. I can. I'm allowed to have floodlights, guys." Also, I'm surprised that as your neighbor, she's not happy. That you have lit that place up knowing that there were intruders in your neighborhood. It's shining in her window, though. She can't know that. I mean, she would not send me a letter if she knew that I had intruders in my house. She must not know. She didn't see the 20 cop cars that showed up on I your block? I guess not. I can't even find her house. And she's like, your light shining in my door. And I'm like, what? where is she talking about? Because I know the people right behind me were, were pals. Well, did they you would... uh, adjust the... I did. I went out there and aimed it down 10 more degrees or something so it wouldn't shine off into the distance so much. But well, there you go. I think it's over, but I'm going to go talk to her today. You got to find her house first. I'm going to go f- try to find the house today, and I'm going to go knock on the door, and I'm going to say, hey, I saw your little note, and I'm really sorry, but I want to let you know that, that we had intruders. 
If you do that, yeah. you're going to ruin your life there in that neighborhood. Because if you have a bad neighbor or a neighbor that you don't get along with, yeah, it will mess up your entire life. Why don't you just, uh, even though, yeah, apologize to her. Be like, I'm sorry, I adjusted it. Right now, Daniel, I think I have a bad neighbor. I think oh, I have. No. I think I, I don't. Have a bad I, you're neighbor. the bad neighbor. Oh, How am I the no. You're the bad neighbor. Everybody who has a reasonable mind would say uh, that's completely reasonable. That after a home intrusion, that you would like your floodlights on every now and then. What if uh, you have a five-year-old, yeah. and in his bedroom, what if a floodlight was shining directly into his bedroom? He couldn't sleep. I would go. I'll get some of those light-canceling blinds or whatever. I'm not or gonna a go curtain. over there, march over there. Yeah. How about a curtain? I know that a curtain is uh, only 400 years technology, and she hasn't heard of one yet. But oh my God, don't go to this lady's house today. You sound <laughs> aggressive. Yeah, you are, you, I'm you fired are up. Upset. Well, it's like I'm trying to protect my family. I'm not trying to be a jerk neighbor who just likes the light on so my dog can see. I mean, I'm trying to like keep safe over there, and I feel like it's reasonable. But you can't see her side too, right? Okay, but you know, I got the sun's out, and if you want to take a nap, do you go write a letter to the sun? <laughs> Get out of here. You close your blinds like everybody else oh with a God. brain. Do you write a letter to the sun? Dear son, I appreciate your attention to this matter. Could you go down about five hours earlier because I'm tired? Oh, Ty is so petty. Get all, out of all here. I'm saying, Amber, is he's acting like somebody came over and kicked his dog. They just left a note saying, hey, please adjust your floodlight. Did she ever say please? I didn't see that in there. I'll have to go back and read it because I was angry and tired. Your wife is supposed to be texting us a picture of this note so we can break uh, it down without okay. without the lens of emotion because I know how this guy is. He will lose his mind over yeah. something and not and it, realize. It is possible that I looked through it through a lens of already frustration and a little bit nervous anxiety. And then I get this letter saying that what I'm doing to protect my family is annoying to somebody else. And that didn't sit right with me. So maybe it was an eloquent letter. But when I wrote it after being tired last night or read it, I didn't like it too much. Ty, you know what? I bet there are tons of people in Tulsa, tons of people in the surrounding area that are going through this same thing right now that have a neighbor that's, that's doing something that's irritating Causing them. trouble for yeah. people. Yeah. Are we get, should we do narc on your neighbor? Oh, please. Narc on your neighbor. <laughs> hey, also, this is healing. You don't want to keep that bottled up. You vent. Oh, we can be that space. We're a safe space We're for people safe to space vent. this morning. You need a release? We're here. Unless you're that lady that wrote me that note. Don't call me. Oh, no, I hope especially she calls. if you're the lady that wrote that note. Please call. I hope she calls. Oh, my like, God, I would love that so much. I wish she'd call and be like, I'm so sorry, Ty. I, I came over there in my wheelchair, and I couldn't <laughs> I couldn't get to, you know, get a hold of you, so I left you a note. What would you do? I, I, you know what I'm thinking about doing is offering to buy her blinds. Like, I'll just pay for your blinds. If just this take, was a, just yeah. take her some jet black curtains. I will. I'll just have to do something like that. But we want you to narc on your neighbor. Are you having difficulty? Does somebody have a yard, or a car parked in their yard and they just cut the grass <laughs> around it? You ever see that? It's like yes. they, they love their yard to cut it enough, but not enough to get the, uh, the Oldsmobile out of there. Man, listen, I had a neighbor who didn't know how to keep their kid in their yard. And so their kid was always just like, especially if it was spring or summer, they would just walk into my house. Like... Bro, you that's, don't live yeah, here. That's difficult. So, this is not your house. I can. I get over you too. We want. Hey, you can't have someone just walk in your house. We'd love to hear you, what your bad neighbor story is. What's been happening? What are they what? doing to annoy you? That's right. Narc on your neighbor. Nine one eight eight seven nine ninety eight ninety eight. Narc on your neighbor. Nine one eight eight seven nine ninety eight ninety eight. Good morning. Ninety eight five bullseye traffic from the. We're only 
about 15 minutes away from your chance to win, Amber. We've got your tickets to the Daryl Starbird uh, Rod and Custom Car Show. It's coming back to Tulsa. It's 98.5 The Bull. Today's hot country. We're doing narc on your neighbor. I love these stories where you have an awful neighbor and then you can call and kind of let the healing begin. You get it off your chest. You feel better. We we all laugh and cry together. It's a great time. <laughs> and uh, I know she wants to narc on your neighbor. Good morning. What's your story? I have two of them. I live in apartments and I've been here for about a year. And the neighbors, I guess they're really close friends for like eight years living here. So they think they run the whole place or something. And we have a little dog, and every time we put it outside to use the restroom, it'll yap, okay? So I'm like, okay, be quiet, dog. Well, if you turn around, my other neighbor, she's like, oh, what's wrong, puppy? Are they not feeding you and watering you? And, like, she makes me look like the world's worst person. And then she'll go from that to start arguing about a parking space, and oh my, it's, I'm ready to move. I it's guess horrible the, over the here. The question is, why don't you feed or give your dog any water? <gasps> Tig. I do. Uh. It is a puppy. Uh. I cannot help that it yaps. It's literally like only eight weeks old. How how bad so, of yapping does it do? Like, give us an impression of like. It's say, not. Pretend it's you're your dog like, and like you're out there using the restroom. Go ahead and uh, give us like a little example. Oh my God, I'm not barking on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> That's too bad. I would have enjoyed that. I know. I know. Yeah, all morning ruin, broadcasting. Dude. We've huh? never had of all our years of broadcasting, no one's ever barked for us. That's sad. I might tender my resignation. Oh, I'll help you. I'll, help I'll, put, you. I'll put it on the boss's desk for you. <laughs> It's uh, Ty Daniel Amber Glaze. The reason we're doing this uh, narking your neighbors because I had some intruders over the weekend. I, like I literally found people in my house. They got in while I was in there with my family, and as a result, I turned on all the floodlights on my house. Now I just moved in this house. I didn't hook those floodlights up. I mean, I'm sure they've been used before. I get home last night, and uh, some neighbor I haven't met yet, a little passive aggressive note like, "Oh, welcome to the neighborhood," but there's an issue. Uh, your floodlight. We even closed our shades and uh, just. She wants me to turn that floodlight off, but she probably doesn't know that I also had intruders, and right now I'm a little freaked out, and if I want to light up my house like a Christmas tree, I should be able to do that right now, right? I'm just surprised that if she is close enough that your floodlight bothers her, that she doesn't also know that you had nine police cars in front of your house three nights ago. It was lit up, and by the way, it's not just that. The rumor is spread because now people are like, I heard what happened to you the other night. You know, of People course. walking their dogs, I don't know, and they're like, I heard about that. I was I, like, I know. I hate to say it, Tig. I'm on the lady's side. I think uh, she had a problem. She asked you to politely okay. adjust the floodlights. I don't. I think she can go buy her own dadgum curtains and cover up her own window. Thank you, Amber. If your neighbors, like, shouldn't you treat each other neighborly? What is going on? Yeah, where where anybody asks you to, like, not shine lights in their house, you get upset by it? Isn't this it is weird to me. That is a really petty thing to get upset over. What, the note? Yes. I agree. No, it is no, petty for Doug uh, to get over her. the note. You are absolutely She right. is petty to, get, to like, get upset over that. So we want you to narc on your neighbor because I've been doing it all morning like a little baby. Now, do you it's, feel guilty at all now that no, you... No, I don't feel guilty. You I don't think, feel neighborly at all? Mac, uh, I say Mac because I'm so... I'm a grown man. How yeah, dare you call me your son now? <laughs> He's frustrating me. I'm like, Mac, listen. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Daniel. Um, I think it's neighborly to, to, let, to have her allow me to protect my family. That's what I think is neighborly. So shut up. And so your family's now in danger because you had to slightly lower your floodlight? Be quiet. Let's just take calls. Do you think people were coming in? They were like, we're going to break into this dude's house. Oh, wait a minute. He lowered his light 10 degrees. I'm going to go to the phones before you start Please playing. do. Okay. Good morning. It's 98.5 The Bull. Who's this? Name's Robert. Robert, narc on your neighbor. What you got going on in your hood? Well, similar to what you have going on, except for... Uh, uh, I'm the one that the light's shining in on. <laughs> oh, no. That's the other side of the coin. Uh-oh. <laughs> 
So you got a so, you got a so neighbor I that's actually, got floodlights aimed in your house or something. So what are you doing about that? Uh, I, I I did the best thing possible. I lowered my shades. What, now what a novel idea! Shocking. Was that before or after you wrote him a letter and then You're you figured a that genius. out? Genius! Wow. I know, I know, it was tough. No, I uh, I actually. There, we, we became friends and friended them and know why they have a, a light on in their backyard for safety purposes. That's, and, I'm not trying and, to be a uh, jerk. I'm trying to keep my family safe. That's all I'm trying to do. Yeah. Well, yeah, we live in a great neighborhood with no crime, and, and you know, yet they yeah, every night that thing's on. And they were just in our yard last night having a, a drink with us and, and uh, talking, and, and he's 90 and she's 72. Well, yeah, well, you got to be 90. nice to them. That's How right. could you be mean to them? <laughs> <laughs> Listen here, you yeah. old man. So, yeah. So, but uh, anyhow, they were telling us, and they saw that light come on, and they go, "Oh my gosh, that shines right, shines right at your house." And and I was like, "Yeah, don't worry about it. It's fine." And but last night they actually turned it off. I noticed. And y'all are having some drinks out there with your 90-year-old neighbor. How many Metamucils did he have? Uh, two and a half. He mixed it with whiskey, though. Oh lord. <laughs> tonight <laughs> 98.5 bullseye traffic from the 98.5 the bull today's hot country but the weather not exactly that we expect perhaps some ice today otherwise rain cold freezing night tonight but in the meantime we can lift our spirits with Sarah in Tulsa because she's trying to win some tickets to Daryl Starbird's Rod and Custom Car Show good morning Sarah Good morning. Ready to go, Daniel? Yeah, Sarah, we're going to play a game that we haven't ever played in Tulsa. This will be the very first time. It's called Celebritigs. Now, if there's something you should know about Tig, he is absolutely awful at celebrity impressions. So. We didn't agree to this. Wait a second. We had a different plan. We were going to do quizzes. We're not doing Celebritigs. Oh, that's all we have. So I've written down some celebrities on Post-it Notes. Tig has not seen these. I will give him the Post-it Note. He has to then attempt an impression, and you have to identify who he's trying to do an impression of and identify four of these, and you're going to the car show. Okay, sounds good. All right, ready? You ready, Tig? I can't act. I can't do anything. That's what I just said. You are literally awful. Maybe the worst I've ever heard. Here is your very first Celebritig. All right, he's passing over a note. I have not seen it yet. Now I look at the name. Oh, boy. Uh, here we go. Just start the impression and go. Hey, punk. <laughs> <laughs> um, Why don't you make my day? Hey, punk. <laughs> I'm not sure on that one. It's <laughs> supposed yeah. to be Clint Eastwood. Yeah, it's not hey, punk. It's like, well, now I've forgotten what it was. It's so awful. It's yeah. taken away my ability to do the impression. Do you feel lucky, punk, is yeah. the line, uh, do guys. Do you feel lucky, punk? Okay. Yeah. I, I can't even remember the words. So. Listen, that's as good as it gets. Wow, okay. <laughs> All right, here is the next celebrity. All right, another post-it note coming okay. into my hand. And, uh... Oh, my grandson, Prince Charles. Oh, my son, Prince Charles, and my grandson, Harry. <laughs> Uh, Queen Elizabeth. Ah, yes! spot she thought I was Queen Elizabeth for a second. Obviously, she got it so quickly. Very disrespectful, Tiger. I did. She just lost her husband, and you're doing celebrities ever. Yeah. Wow, Daniel. Throw me oh, this the is the guy. Get yeah. on with the contest. People the next are leaving the radio celebrity. station. All right. An oh, another post-it note has been handed over. <laughs> oh, 
I'm News on 6. Travis. Oh, oh I can't oh. say that. Come on, buddy. <laughs> I, I think it's Travis Meyer. Yeah, you <laughs> conditions, and I was uh, met with a cow today and uh, fed him and gave him some water, and now I'm here at the uh, TV station. And very last celebrity. I don't really know how I... I can't do a Travis impression. <laughs> what is that, an Isuzu? I, I'm going to get back in the ring one of these days. Oh, what my... What kind of car is that? Gosh, are you kidding me right now? Um, is it Mike Tyson? Look at you go. I'm really actually getting this. Oh my gosh. Sarah, look at you scoring tickets to the car show. Good. I'm excited. My husband will love it. And what are you going to do? Just stay at the house? Well, him and my son will probably go. That's why these ladies are getting these tickets (laughs) so they can get the boys out of the house. Absolutely. All right. Well, uh, good for you. And I hope you enjoy your day off. And we got another chance to win these tickets tomorrow. 740 right here on 98.5 The Bull. 98.5 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the... We do have some famous folks right here in green country. It's 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. I think most of us know Leonardo DiCaprio. Um, the other guy that... Robert De Niro. God, yes. He just talks about how famous they are, then he can't recall Well, I get him confused <laughs> for some reason with the other one that's like the same guy to me sometimes. Al Pacino. Yeah. And... Uh, <laughs> Are you prepared to do a break on celebrities when you don't know? Any? I just read about it, and forgot everything I read. Good and then, uh, Martin Scorsese is involved in this project. And my question is: These guys are famous, and they're very well off. I would imagine. Where do they stay? You know, they're not jetting back to California every day, are they? Where Where do you put them up? I, I'm sure there are. Ginormous ranch houses somewhere that are on Airbnbs. Uh, Have you ever searched for that sort of stuff? I mean, you can find... Like a mansion? Yes. Uh, Maybe that's it. And they probably got some kind of guards and things. I'm sure. They sort of turn it... I mean, I know when people go on location to film things that they sort of end up kind of turning a small town into a compound of sorts. I see. Maybe that's what's happened. And I bet there's somebody listening that's in that area that might really know. Oh, I'm sure. Um, But it's, it's called Killers of the Flower Moon... It looks, I read all about this, um, like a Cliff's Notes version okay. of it, but it's based on the, um, well, it's being shot in downtown Pawhuska as well. Uh, what are you laughing at, Dave? Yeah, just imagining you working for entertainment tonight where you just go and fumble. <laughs> like, I, I know all about it. It depicts uh, the serial right. murder of members of the Osage Nation, which had to do with oil money and fraud and all this kind of stuff was going on. And Martin Scorsese, you know what kind of movies he makes. Yeah. And not only that, but, um, and I know a lot of you already know this, but I'm kind of fascinated since we are still getting to know the area, Dana. There's a lot of movies that were filmed in this area. Would you like to hear yes, some of those? Yes, please, if you can uh, fumble through it. All right. The Grapes of Wrath. Whoa. Um, hilarious movie. Ni- yeah, 1940. Dust Bowl, Great Depression era. That is hilarious, Dana. Yeah, Daniel. Wow. Where the Red Fern Grows. Oh, nope. Never saw it. That was one of those required readings for me. It up. rivals uh, Old Yeller. If yeah, it's never a cry one, right? And I, that's well, no why I spoilers, but yeah. Okay. The Outsiders. Yeah, knew that. There's that's a, a museum one. here. Yeah, of course. Uh, Rumblefish. This is one I had no idea about, and it's it's a silly movie. It's Weird Al's UHF. Oh, I love that movie. It's, it's pretty, pretty it's when, very funny. God, that came out when we were ten, so mm-hmm. it was hilarious. <laughs> I mean, when you're ten, you can't believe it. Twister, of course. Twister was in Tulsa. Well, it says uh, northern Oklahoma. I'm talking about green country. Yeah. The Killer Inside Me. Do we know that one? I do, yeah. 
would you like to paint a picture for us, or you're just going to say I do, and that's all? It's you about can... a serial. It's you know, yeah. killer. Okay. Well, I thought the title would give it away. <laughs> that one movie you really liked, uh, Minari, mm-hmm. was filmed around here. Really good movie, by the way. You guys should all That's watch in it. My, I saved that in my watch list the other day. i got to get to that. Uh, filmed here in Tulsa and also some parts of Arkansas. Very, very good. 98 out of 100 percentage points at RottenTomatoes.com. Really good. Whoa. Here's one called Stillwater. It says 2021 on this one. Set to follow an American oil rig roughneck from Oklahoma who travels to France. And I, So I don't know if that means it's out, but... There's a lot of movies been filmed in this area. And the other day, we were talking about how Leo DiCaprio's in town, and Amber wanted a shot to meet him. Yeah. Because you would like to try to attract him. No, I just want to look at him and tell him what every other person has ever told him, and that is there was room on that, on that door for you, buddy. There was room. She's referring to Titanic at the end. Everyone of the, knows. Yeah. They know. Okay. But I think also you think that you might be able to go on a date with him. I think Leo would love me. She did say she, she thought that if they met, she would have a chance. And she said that with all sincerity. Why shouldn't I believe that about myself? You should. You say through tears of laughter, both of I'm you. I'm not laughing. I think you're right. You do not? You he can't even be, look me in the eye when you say that. He would be attracted to your humility, your <laughs> humbleness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it would be a hard thing to date him because it's like, if you have the ego to think you can get Leo DiCaprio, that would probably be a turnoff for him for having such a big ego. It must Why be hard for him. Why does it mean I have an ego? I mean, I don't think I can date, like, Hollywood starlets. I think it's called knowing your self-worth and what you have to bring to the table. Oh, yeah, Ty, do you not know your self-worth? Digging in deep. You know what? Let's set up a meeting with Leo. Okay. And we'll see what happens. <laughs> All right. Is that okay for you? Let's, sure. Let's place, let's place a bet. Place a bet. What's the wager? I don't know. How much money do you have, Amber? None. Ugh, that's not a good bet. It's going to be a terrible bet. So I guess what we're saying is he's just a huge celebrity. It's no, yes. it's no, it's no slight against you. It's no indictment against you. It's just that this, uh, you know, he's a huge celebrity. I doubt he dates common folk like so us. So then the ego problem <laughs> is not actually with me. It's with Leo. Yes, his, his ego is so big he would not date you. I guess because he's a huge celebrity. Mm. Okay. She is on the bull. It sounds like Daniel doesn't think that I am anywhere near in the same league or capable of dating a celebrity. Uh, is that accurate? I mean, that's a, he's a huge star. I'm sorry. It's not about you. It's just about he's a giant star. I probably couldn't date uh, who's like a hot young starlet these days. Name well, one, Tig. You're all. Leo you, is not a hot young star. Bette but, Midler. I don't know who's. Yeah, who's Bette famous. Midler. Bette Midler. I, I probably couldn't date Bette Midler. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And I don't. I'm not downing myself. I just don't think that Bette uh, Midler would go out with me, or Vanna White, or any you know young celebrity. <laughs> Betty White. Betty White. Even. You gotta. Have more confidence there now. Um, <laughs> not only is uh, Leonardo DiCaprio in green country, did you guys hear what happened in Tulsa yesterday on the interstate? Um, oh, I've never yeah. even heard of this term, but they called it a rolling gun battle. And that happened here yesterday. That's wild. And everybody survived this, but I just couldn't imagine seeing a rolling gun battle. And we'll give you uh, everything about this story. I've got the News on 6 story lined up for us. And that's on the way in moments with Did You See right here on 98.5 The Bull. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the... 
98.5 The Bull. Today's hot country. Ty, Daniel, Amber, Glaze. Time for Did You See? Brought to you by Hugh McDougal Dentistry. Daniel, are you happy? Yes, thank you. I got it right. <laughs> Hugh McDougal Dentistry, which Daniel loves. I guess a uh, big story right now is that our weather is all whacked out. Um, we had a pretty good day yesterday. Today, um, some of us may experience some ice, rain for sure, um, but no accumulation is expected. It's just shocking that we're going to be in the freeze range again tonight. I literally sunbathed yesterday. Like Weird, isn't it? That's bizarre. And then I'm looking outside right now. It's gray. It's windy. I, no, just ew. But tomorrow, shaping up to be okay. We're back in the 60s and okay. sunny skies. So if we can get through this, we ought to be in good shape. Did you see this? I've never heard this, uh, this phrase, rolling gunfight. And it happened right here in Tulsa. Yesterday... Everybody's going to survive, but it wasn't looking good for a minute. This from uh, News on 6. Tulsa police say they received multiple 911 calls saying they saw people in two different cars shooting at each other along I-244 near 35th West Avenue just before 2 this afternoon. Officers say the gold car that was recovered at the scene was riddled in bullet holes. It really is. There's like tons of bullet holes. And I'm Golly. thinking about this. She said that... Uh, they got all these 911 calls. That means you're like driving down the road, minding your business, listening to the bull. 98.5 on your FM dial. And uh, and you're like, da, 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 da. And then there's like an OK Corral gun blaze between two cars going down the interstate in front of you. It's wild. You know, this same kind of thing happened in Sand Springs not that long ago. Remember, they got into a gunfight between the three of them in the car, in the same car. Oh, yeah, car. the guy jumped up in the back seat and... Yeah. yeah. I was trying to rob another guy of his gun that he had just bought. And the guy in the back seat was going to do the robbing ended up getting killed. That's so. right. And this these guys that did this yesterday, they said they're teenagers, first off. Oh, of course. And two of them got shot. And luckily, I guess, whenever the gun battle stopped, they were just happened to be near one of those walk-in urgent cares. I bet they were surprised. Usually, you go in there with a... A sinus infection, yeah. and then you got gunshot wounds. But these guys aren't talking to police. Now, Daniel, I love you, but if you shoot me in the leg, I'm talking to police. <laughs> I could just picture them, like, getting there at the urgent care, and they go crawl in there, blood trailing from behind their legs, and they're like, uh, insurance card, please. Yeah. Can you fill out uh, 14 <laughs> forms? <laughs> I'm glad we'll they're all out. right. Check you out. Did you guys see about this bobcat that attacked this woman in her driveway, and then her husband had to spring into action and save her? This video went viral uh Really, we were talking about the video yesterday. A lot of people were. But then it comes out that not only did he, and guys, he picks up this bobcat and hurls it across the yard. Okay? And this thing is going crazy after him. Turns out he and his wife were both bitten several times, and the bobcat, rabid. Rabid bobcat. And they have to get all those shots. They're going right? to have to have like a series of 30 something shots. Now, this happened in North Carolina, so this isn't, uh, this did not happen locally, thank goodness. But can you imagine, it's got to be crazy enough to fight off a bobcat, period. But then to find out that the reason it's coming at you so crazy is because it's rabid. Yeah, but y'all act like he's a hero. The bobcat did eat the wife almost. She got bit, right? She got raided. They both so got bit. I, I mean, the husband bit got bit three times trying to throw this thing away from the yard. Imagine if he hadn't gone and grabbed that thing off of her. Tig would have thrown uh, the uh, rabid bobcat toward his wife. That's not Whoa. true. My God, where'd Whoa. that come from? <laughs> I'm just saying, he didn't totally protect her. She uh, might be mad at him. He saved her life, dude.
He's always going to bring that up in every argument they ever have. When you say the guy's name is Happy and yeah. the wife's going to be like, hey, Happy. Happy, why didn't you take out the trash? And he'll be like, oh, remember that time I threw that bobcat off you? That's true. Yeah, she better not complain about any of those rabies shots. Speaking of scary animals, did you guys see that uh, this lady in Poland was afraid to leave her house for about two days because there was a strange animal in a tree kind of like stalking her her house. She had closed the windows and this thing didn't move. She's like, I can't tell if this is an iguana, if it's some type of hairless rodent. Anyway, it's just watching my house. She calls animal control. They finally come out, spot what she's talking about. It's a croissant. <laughs> Somebody had thrown a croissant up into a tree. <laughs> and when you see the picture, I put it up on our Facebook page. You can look at uh, the Bull Tulsa, the Facebook page. It literally does look like some type of small monkey or... <laughs> Did you but see it, Todd? But yeah. if it never moved from that spot, wouldn't you, over the course of, I don't know, 24 hours, figure out that maybe it's not alive? I, guess, I don't know. Either it it's looks... not alive or either it's stalking me <laughs> or it, either it's a croissant. To me, it looked like a, one of those hairless cats, like a brown hairless cat. It does, doesn't it? Kind of. And so you think, oh, how could be? How could somebody consider an animal up? Oh, that, that was a croissant. But you look at this thing and... You're like, man. I know, that but is a it little never weird. moved. It's the size of like a football, too. So I guess over in Poland, they love giant croissants. <laughs> I guess they do. 98.5 The Bull Weather from Chief Meteorologist Travis Meyer and the News on 6 Oklahoma.